Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys found me and my friend, Dr. Mark Sherwood, right here at the intersection of faith and culture. And as you guys know by now, I have the privilege of working with Dr. Mark Sherwood, and he comes on every once in a while to answer your questions. And today's your lucky day because he's here. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. Well, before we jump in, I want to remind you that we are so thrilled for all of you who are writing in to send questions for myself and for Dr. Mark Sherwood. If you would like to have your question addressed on the show, the very best way to do that is to become a subscriber to the Heidi St. John podcast. You can do that by hopping on over to Spotify and just click on the subscribe button. But you can also submit a request to us at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. I love to answer your questions here, and as often as I can wrangle them away, I've got my friend Dr. Mark to come on and answer your questions. We're so blessed today. Dr. Mark and his beautiful wife, Michelle, have a thriving medical practice in the great state of Oklahoma, and you guys are going to love it as, as much as I do. My friend, Dr. Mark, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me again, as always. I always look forward to this. The wonderful listeners asked some really great questions, and I appreciate your kind words. My wife, I've got to give her credit. I, I like to refer to her as not just my my coworker, my spouse, my queen, not just my spare rib, but get this, my perfectly glazed, braised prime rib. You know it. <laughs> I love it. You look kind of rested right now. Tell me that you're in Aruba. Yeah, I actually am. I don't know how you I knew, knew it. You had the Aruba look to yeah, your face. We're yeah, we're over here. We did a big presentation today on how to build wellness equity and how to eliminate wellness debt. Pretty cool. I love that. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys are in the business of uh, dealing in hope, and we've Mm -hmm. talked about that a lot. We're going to give some to some listeners today, starting with some listener questions that are from VIP from the happy hour. So we got some happy hour subscribers. I'm going to start with Amy in Kentucky. And she said, yeah, hello, Heidi and Dr. Mark. Just like your listener, a couple of weeks ago, my seven-year-old daughter started complaining of pain in her breast and, and appears to be developing breast buds. I had every intention of sending you this inquiry and was logging in my podcast when I heard you answer the exact same question from another listener. What I want to know is, and I'm sure the other listener is curious about this as well, what about treating to pause early onset puberty? Uh, if this is precocious puberty or related diagnosis, puberty blockers and hormone therapy might be recommended. I don't necessarily love this idea. Can you advise pros and cons of therapy? Reaching full adult height is important, and I believe this is why therapy might be recommended, but I'm sure there are negative side effects, and I'd prefer to use a natural approach. What do you say? Well, Amy, that's a, a great question and a very unique problem, but actually becoming more common these days. Yeah. We're seeing science of pubescent uh, girls and boys reaching earlier and early ages, unfortunately. And we know why that is. We've talked about that in previous shows because of all these uh, endocrine interruptions. Yeah, it is. And so there is um, there is pluses and minuses to consider. First of all, you need to go see definitely a, a pediatric endocrinologist. That would be key. To, so, so get all the information you can. Wisdom says get all the information you can. My opinion, though limited in scope in that area, would be to, um, you can look at the puberty blockers, but obviously we want to be cautious of it. Are we impairing something that's supposed to happen? That's always the question, right? And then if we let it go, then are we letting something go that's not supposed to happen? And so there, there's pluses and minuses to both things. With situations like this, 
because there is no right answer that's just glaring at us. I think the, the wisdom is to stop, pause, gain as much information as you can about every subject matter you can, and then absolutely ask our Heavenly Father, the great physician, what he would have us do. If that was my child, I, I I tell you, Amy, I would be in the same situation you are, just just clueless and wondering and asking and and all this. So your questions are spot on. I I think in this case you've got to get as much information from each side as possible, and then seek guidance from our Lord. Yeah, I think it's so important. I love that uh, you put an emphasis on prayer because I think sometimes it's easy to just only rely on what we know in the natural world, but we have the great physician. We have access to the great physician. And so we should be praying for wisdom, right? And for yeah. God to uh, connect us with the right resources. Another vip So these are people that subscribe to the podcast. I always like to hit their questions first if I can. This woman's name is Debbie, and she has a question on the transgender issue. She said, I recently learned that a young relative in his late 20s has been getting hormone injections for over a year. And now he claims to be a woman. His parents are going along with this delusion as he attempted suicide when he was younger and they're afraid he will try it again. He is getting affirmation from his friends and other family members who think they are being kind. He hasn't had the surgery yet and we pray that he won't. Could you or Dr. Sherwood give me any information about these injections, how they physically change a man who's already gone through puberty? I'm concerned with the side effects that he will have in the future. Thank you so much. Wow. This issue is so sad. It's so devastating. Uh, I mean, the main issue, and we'll just address this right out of the gate, Dr. Mark Sherwood, can a man change into a woman at all? No, you can't. Um, our determined sex is scripted out the very first cell that we get constructed after the egg is fertilized inside of the nucleus, Debbie. I, and you know this, but I'm giving you information just to give you confidence in why you believe what you believe. The structure and together of your genetic material inside the nucleus, the 23 chromosomes from mom and dad already determines the sex. So no matter what you do, hormone-wise, no, uh, no matter how what many you surgeries, do, you're, still, no, you're yeah. still that sex. Now, this is important to understand. Anytime you get outside of God's design, whether it be in this area or anything else, it's called perversion. Perversion of God's order always leads to disastrous outcomes, no matter what area you're talking about. Um, in this case, Debbie, with this a uh, young man, there's obviously a lot of uh, confusion and deception in his life. He the, the problem with it is, and I know it's shocking, is he's over 18. And that becomes a little bit of a quandary of an issue. It's becoming even, <laughs> even a concern thing for uh, juveniles now that are actually having this opportunity. Yep. But the, the person cannot become a woman. And what's happening is he's given a lot of estrogen type of therapy on top and probably putting a testosterone blocker on there so that he becomes more feminine oriented with maybe some development of maybe breasts. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if he's had a surgery yet to, um, you know, demasculate himself. Um, but nonetheless, uh, this person needs a lot of um, love and kindness. If you get a chance to talk to him, your job is not to accept it. Your job is to love him. And and leaving it that, leaving the door of love open, that's the time where God can speak. And that's got to be your prayer. Uh, We don't have the opportunity to change a person's heart. Only God can. Yeah. And I think as I mean, this is becoming more and more prevalent in the culture. I do kind of wonder, though, 
if we're reaching a tipping point, I think people are starting to go, wait a second. I saw a video. In fact, I put it on my Instagram a couple of days ago of a young mother with a little toddler who couldn't have been more than two years old, just sitting on her lap. And she was asking this child, you know, are you a girl or a boy? And she would say, are you a girl? And he would say, yes. Are you a boy? Yes. Oh, are you both? Yes. Well, if you'd ask that kid, if he was an airplane, he would say yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is just, it's child it's, abuse. It, 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 it's, it defies the imagination what's happening to our kids right now. It is. And people need to know the deeper, higher 30,000 foot view why this is happening. And this goes a little bit spiritual-ish, but people will catch this. The male seed that is carried to bring about procreation is being chopped off at its core with the idea to not allow procreation. And the globalists that are, that are controlled by a demonic agenda, they don't want the earth to grow in population because they can't control the people. They are afraid of the people and they're afraid of God's plan. And that's what's happening from a high level point of view. And so, it, you know, you look at this, they tried to destroy the seed of Jesus, didn't they? You know, even Herod tried to do that. Let's, let's go kill Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And so this has been going on for a long, long time, but it's reached a level now that is just to the to the apex of mm -hmm. perversion. And I, like you, I'm very concerned, but I do think we're reaching a point in time where, you know, something is about to break with this thing, yeah, but it's yeah. getting so absurd at this point that even some people that are kind of on the middle about this are like, going, hey, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. And we know it's the spirit of the age. And I always like to remind listeners, you know, this goes along with the climate change freak out that you see all these people that are sitting in front of cars on the freeway and they're tearing down pictures of the Louvre and all these things in the name of climate change. Uh, Jesus said that there will be seasons like summer and winter that it will not stop until the plan of God is fulfilled. We don't have to worry about climate change. We can trust the Bible. You guys know how concerned I am about the state of the United States, particularly as it relates to education. More than ever, high school students need a course that challenges them to think about whether the founding ideals of this country are worth preserving and then inspires them to act upon their conclusion. Michael Ferris is releasing a new 30-week American civics course that will guide you and your students to deeper understanding in three core subject areas, America's founding principles, the mechanics of government and lawmaking, and the constitution that makes our system of government possible. If you pre-enroll by August 1st with the promo code HEIDI15, that's H-E-I-D-I-1-5, you will save 15%. We've got options for co-ops and single household options. It's fully online and it's self-paced. Content for the fall semester classes release August 3rd and unit one is available for free when you create an account at lumen.com. That's lumen, L-U-M, INN.com. Don't forget to use the promo code Heidi15, H E I D I 15 for 15% off by August 1st. And that is what I always send listeners back to. God said, I made them male and female in my image. He never created a third option. That is the spirit of the age. All right, Michelle in Virginia says her iron is low, it's at a 10. And she's experiencing symptoms from it, but she cannot stomach iron supplements. I've tried over-the-counter and prescription, but both leave me in bed with stomach pains. My doctor said it could take months before they work. Are there any specific diet changes that would work just as well as supplements or any different form you would recommend? 
Yeah, Michelle, a lot of times you got to understand there's there's some loss of, of blood somewhere. And I think on one end, you need to figure out, uh, you know, through some diagnostic testing, why the iron's low. That's the key point. But when you take iron supplements, many times they can create a little bit of uh, constipation, even nausea at some point. So you're not alone in that. Um, think about foods such as red meats, such as protein and source that do have a lot of iron in them. And so my suggestion is to bring those in as frequently as you can, obviously from good sources. Now, at least get you some um, ability to build those iron stores up because without the iron stores up, you're going to have the idea of continued anemia, continued fatigue. And obviously it's, it's going to be a, a, a pattern that's going to get worse and worse. So uh, one, figure out what's causing the loss. Two, bring in more red meat and hold in the iron supplements if they're giving you a tough time right now. Yeah, I love that. That's good advice. We've got an anonymous listener in North Carolina, and she said that her mother developed Guillain-Barre syndrome after having the Johnson & Johnson shot, which, by the way, has now been quietly pulled from the market. Yeah. Uh, she also got food poisoning on top of it. Then she ended up almost paralyzed. The doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong. But after my research, I told her, you've got Guillain-Barre. The doctors finally did a spinal tap and agreed. They did say it was from the COVID shot. She slowly regained her strength, but never fully. And now the doctors are having her do these infusions to help her. So far, they're not helping. The infusions are giving her severe headaches. They make her feel extremely fatigued. Her face puffs up and turns red. So in turn, they give her Benadryl when she has a reaction. What are some things that you can recommend? I don't. I told her I don't think she needs to continue with the infusions, but we need her supplements and detox her in some way. This is a really common, unfortunately, very common question. A lot of people having reactions to these vaccines. Yeah, the Johnson & Johnson was a viral vector. It wasn't necessarily the mRNA type, but it was one that uh, carried a little bit of uh, genetic alteration of that of a chimpanzee. That's how they kind of developed that one. But it didn't, it didn't factor in the same way as it did the mRNA. But nonetheless, uh, they did pull that one off the market of all the three, the Moderna, Pfizer, and the J&J. Of course, the J&J would have been one that, that would have been probably the least uh, right. long-term potential damaging. So the irony is they pulled it off. You know, Guillain-Barre, yeah, very rare autoimmune disease processes where the immune system begins to attack the peripheral nerves, creating this weird pain sensation all around. And many times it's treated with uh, IV immunoglobulins, for sure. And obviously, in this case, you've got to look at anything you can do to turn down the immune system's response. I encourage you to research the following. Peptides, thymosin, alpha-1, that's T-H-Y-M-O-S-I-N, alpha, A-L-P-H-A-1, and then thymosin beta, number four. Research both of those because those have a tendency to help with rebooting the immune system. Now, I'm I'll just tell you, these are going to be outside of the realm of your normal, um, you know, sort of autoimmune doc protocol. But if I'm you, I'm going to look at all sources. So those would be things I look at that may give you an opportunity for some hope out there. I love that you are offering people hope. I know that there are lots of people because they're writing in all the time saying, hey, my mom, I hear this all the time. My mother got the shot. Now they're living with these bizarre side effects. Uh, we know so many people. I mean, I have had friends that mm -hmm. have had uh, massive strokes after this shot and uh, even have died. And so to be able to say, hey, there is hope. You actually can strengthen your immune system is really important. What do you say to a mom who is talking about a younger person who has gotten one of these shots and, they, and they're looking like they haven't seen any 
real side effects from it, but they're just saying, hey, I'd like to be able to detox. Are there foods they can eat? Are there vitamin supplements you'd have them on? What do you say? Well, they have to improve their overall uh, functions of their systems, number one. Uh, please, folks, don't fall for the trap of thinking you can take a supplement A, B, or C and think that that's all you do because that that's, doesn't even work because that's like saying you could you don't have to worry about the nutrition. You could just take a pill and it somehow gets in your body. Right. But that's not the way right. the system works. You have to make sure your system is working so that nutrients can be absorbed into your system, be transported to the cells from your bloodstream all the way through the capillaries, yes. And finally, the cells have to absorb that nutrition vitamins, minerals, amino acids, fatty acids, so that the system can run off of those cells. That's the way the body works. And so the, the what we do with people, Heidi, and we've been very unfortunate, we're very unfortunate with people. Um, we've told them all of this stuff, you know, the nutrition, sleep, movement, stress management, very key point. Hey, come on. Hormones, peptides, all that kind of stuff. Put all that in place, master that so that your system can work appropriately. And then make sure through micronutrient testing, you have all those those particular vitamins, minerals, amino acids, fatty acids at the cell level. Once you do that, you do your part. We've seen some mighty God-shaped miracles. Here's what I mean by that. Nobody that's had the shot within our practice has died. Now, I'm not saying that, that I've got the magic to quote-unquote detox a spike protein, but I'm telling people that Mark chapter 16 says in part to the believers, these signs shall follow those who believe. They will drink deadly poisons. It will not harm them. Look, sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we have buyer's remorse. We've got to be able to trust God to do the unimaginable, the unthinkable, the unfathomable thing that is a miracle. Our bodies are so amazing. We're never going to understand them. Not the greatest scientists, the greatest minds of all time are ever going to understand the wisdom of God's creation. Mm. But I do know God's able and I trust him with that. So, you know, for that, just make sure your system's working well. There's a lot of supplements out here, namely natokinase, bromelain, curcumin that are being pushed really hard to say buy this product or buy that product. Um, I'm not saying they don't work. I'm saying that they have been minimally researched in vitro, which is absolutely in a Petri dish not in the human body. So, you know, hold the momentum there a little bit, worthy of further study, but make sure our body's working first. That's the key point. When you say that they should have, they get uh, tested to find out if their body is receiving nutrients on a micronutrient level, how does a person go about that testing? They can reach out to us, Heidi, and we have those webinars, you know, twice a month. And and I really encourage people to, to get tested with the things that give you valid information, the conventional blood work out here, I'm not knocking it, but it's, it's, it's basic and it's generated from the system that is not very functionally good. It doesn't, doesn't turn out a good result right now, but micronutrients. There's a testing, shocker. Yeah. It's like, duh, I think we have the centers Ooh. of disease out of control. Right? <laughs> oh um, yeah. Oh my goodness. I think that, um, you know, we need to understand that different testings available so they can reach out to us, become a patient. Those webinars are twice a month, the first, the second Tuesday and fourth Tuesday. And we can do what's called a micronutrient test for them, which is a non-fasting blood test that we can do in their area in the U.S. I love that. And people can reach out to you, Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. I think it's so important because you're telling people, listen, 
you want to take a holistic approach to your body. You can't just go, hey, I heard about, you know, I'm, I'm low on this. I heard curcumin helps with this. I mean, we're, you're going to Dr. Google or trying to figure yeah. it out. And there's a million people out there with a million different ideas. And you need to find out what your body's saying. So, uh, I mean, my family's done that. You guys are really want to encourage you. You can see uh, Dr. Sherwood virtually, which is what I do. I mean, yeah. I'm out here in Washington State and he's in Oklahoma. And I told you, mm-hmm. I had blood work done and everything. Uh, it almost killed me. I'm just kidding. It was a lot of blood. <laughs> I'm yeah, still talking about it. <laughs> I was yeah, a lot. Still I was traumatized like, wow. that, I, think. <laughs> I am. I was like, you sure? I'm like, you sure you need all that? Am I going to be able to walk out of here? <laughs> uh, two more questions for you. This person says that her mother has just been diagnosed age 72 with breast cancer. And she's experienced other forms of cancer in the past, but this feels like a new mountain to climb. She wants to know your advice about diet and therapy, spiritual encouragement, anything that you can encourage her as she seeks to overcome this new challenge. Yeah, uh, there's two books I want you to get. One's called Holistic Cancer Medicine by author Soppe, S-A-U-P-E. It's kind of a German author, but it is an incredible book. It's it's a little bit of a moderate level read, but you can get that. The other What's book it called? You, it's called um, Holistic Cancer Medicine. Okay, I'll Holistic link back to it in the show notes today. Okay. Yeah, very, very good. Last name Soppy, S-A-U-P-E, I believe is the author. The other book is How to Starve Cancer, uh, author Jane McClelland. Very good books. There's going to be a little bit of a commonality in both of those things. But the commonality is this. Cancer um, is a dysfunction of our metabolic process where the cells can't can't repair themselves, right? And so a lot of things can contribute to that, toxins, etc., uh, we've talked a lot about this before, but when you do a PET scan, you know, to determine has cancer spread, where is it? They're having you drink a bunch of glucose. Hint, hint. That only tell you one thing. If the cancer takes up glucose where they can see it in a scan, perhaps we need to understand that cancer takes up glucose. That meaning that we need to not give it glucose, right? That would be important to change the diet. So both of these books talk about a, a really heavy, hearty, ketogenic sort of a process with a bunch of above ground non-root vegetables. And so that's the start on both ends. And obviously with your your mother in this situation, having had cancer before, there's a little bit of a detox problem. And so we've got to make sure to look at all the toxicity that maybe she uh, has been exposed to. And that can be a thing from like mold. It could be heavy metals. It could be chemicals, right? So you want to be, be able to test all those things and begin to improve the detox systems of the body. Now, probably no one has talked to her about this stuff. So you're going to have to take the bull by the horns, my friend, and begin to <laughs> do your own research and uh, begin to, to make changes because this is going to be, again, outside of the process because medicine is about poisoning it, cutting it out, or burning it out. And, and not to say those things are all bad, but that's all they do. And if you have a hammer in your toolbox, and that's all you have, everything looks like a nail. A nail. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Well, something tells me, my friend, that Ashley in Montana is going to be up for that challenge. Sarah in South Carolina says that she has a seven-year-old daughter who's been struggling with UTIs for several years. The pediatricians we've seen only want to give her antibiotics. I've tried everything, D, Manos Plus, lemongrass essential oil, et cetera. What do you suggest? Well, um, that's Sarah, right? You said Sarah? Yes, Sarah in South yes. Carolina. Sarah in South Carolina. Um, boy, I'm sure the little daughter is uh, 
not enjoying that too much. Um, yeah. There is something that I want you to try now. It has mannose in it. It has some nettles and some other things like that. Very high dose. It's called UT Synergy. UT Synergy. Now, the adult dose is two, right? So what I'm telling you is be a little bit wise here and maybe cut that in half or cut that in a half and a half. And so those ingredients in that, in our practice and our experience, have been very, very good at helping a person resolve those issues to have less U- UTIs um, and even way less frequency. So we have people that are really on that all the time. And for whatever reason, there's a lot of young women out there and even older women that have a higher susceptibility for UTIs for who knows why. But I think these supportive nutrients to help mitigate Um, those infections are really, really helpful. I agree. We had a daughter, one of our five daughters years ago, struggled with repeat UTIs. Mm -hmm. Turned out she had an extra ureter. Crazy. Wow. And so we we had, you know, obviously several tests, but she went from like zero to a fever in no time flat. And this went on for months. And it's, it's really, you know, worrisome to parents when they've got children who continue getting infections. So I appreciate yeah. you speaking into her life. The last question today, and this one's really interesting. This is kind of out of the twilight zone, so I thought you'd enjoy yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> she says, "What? In, this is Michelle in Oregon. Actually, it is from the twilight zone because that's Oregon, the whole state of Oregon, twilight zone. Oh. Uh, she said, what information do you have about parasites in humans and how can we purge them? Well, Michelle in Oregon. Um, let me She's talking about politics, point. of course. Yes. A non-Twilight yes. Zone answer. Are we talking about <laughs> politicians being parasites? Are we talking I about, mean, um, it is the so, Northwest. I mean, they could be political parasites. <laughs> we are surrounded by them around here. I'll tell you what right now. <laughs> well, I, I threatened to write a book sometime that's entitled God Made Parasites Too. I don't mean to minimize parasites at all. But all I know is this, that everything in the earth, parasites, bacteria, and guess what, viruses, God made those. Now, mankind can mess it up. I get it. Mankind can variate it. Mankind can genetically alter it. But you can't create something that's new because there's nothing new. It's all from God's material. So I don't think it's wise to be overly concerned about parasites because you could go to another country and person A in another country could have a parasite that would not cause them any problems. But if you go to that other country and get that parasite, you're going to have all kinds of problems. Yeah, so a body yeah, has a way of dealing with and adjusting to to live symbiotically with these particular bugs, keeping in mind that we are, as humans, guess what? We have 100 times more bacterial DNA than human DNA. So are we really humans or are we more bugs? That's the question. <laughs> But the, the thing that I want people to think about, though, is do a stool test. Do what I like to do. One that I like is called GI Map. GI Map. And it actually looks at live plus genetic material in the stool. You could do that with us, of course. And that stool test would give you all of the main um, pathogenic parasites that may cause problems. And it would give you a level of those that would be like a concern or not. And I can tell you from looking at all kinds of stool tests that we all have in us parasites. um, You know, sometimes we have a little bit of yeast, sometimes we have a little bacteria, sometimes we have a little virus, um, but it doesn't reach a level that causes us any problems. So there's something in the human body that gives us the ability to live with um, all the things that are made from the same material we're made of, dirt. If, If she had a serious problem with the parasite, 
Yeah. How would she know that? What What are some of the things that you are you talking about? Weight loss? Are you talking about? Oh. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, you would have all kinds of weight loss. You might have loose stool. Uh, typically, not not constipation, but it might be loose stool. Um, you know, fatigue, headaches, um, and it would be rapid weight loss, not being able to hold food That's down. Right. That would be a classic yeah. thing right there. Um, you could even supposedly you could have blood in your stool. You could have that. Um, all these things can happen, and you would have symptoms and signs of that. If those are happening, please get tested and give it attention. Um, if those are happening, and if you suspect that, get tested. If you see a little bit in there, there's a lot of these uh, more gentle parasitic cleanse that we have used that can sort of rid those things, the ones that are unnecessary out of your body in, in a pretty quick amount of time, two or three months. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess I want people to hear, you know, because we think we, we live in an age of extremes, right? And so everybody's yeah. worried about everything. And I think as a general rule, people don't need to be worried about this. I'm here. I'm, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Am I wrong? I don't know. No, you're not wrong. It's, it's like today, the extremes, people are getting anchors on that. Everywhere yeah, I look, they, yeah, they yeah. hang a hook on that. We've got to stop that because, like, I look at this and I think, what happens when we get into the extremities of things? We begin yeah. to think about and act upon fears. Yep. And fear is not something of God at all. And like you said just a moment ago, you know, the world is in a really crazy place right now. But yeah. Jesus said it was going to happen. Yeah. Do not fear. He says that multiple times because he's still got it under control. How? I don't know. But I ask him yeah. every day. What's yeah. he going to do? Don't know. But I ask him every day. But all I know is he promises us things such as protection, provision, Peace. guidance, and direction. Yeah. And I trust him. Yep. I trust him too. And I think uh, the more, the older that we get, the more we see what's happening in the world. Jesus said he came into, into this world that we would have not just annual life, but abundant life. And we can trust him and we can rest in that. And it brings peace. Dr. Mark Sherwood, you are one of my favorite guests on the show. I really appreciate it. How can people find you online if they're interested in reaching out to you and Dr. Michelle? Well, we would be honored. I mean that with all of my heart, from the bottom of my heart, if they'd reach out to us at sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi, because I want the audience here listening to know there's hope out there. Are we perfect? No, but we ask a perfect God what to do every day. And he gives us many times, if we listen to him, he'll give us perfect information. So reach out to us at sherwood.tv for us, Heidi, and people can work with us, get those blood tests, stool tests, whatever tests they want to do, and we'll help them unravel their life. And hopefully build them, as I said earlier, a lot of wellness equity. I love that. You are dealing in hope today. Dr. Mark Sherwood, thank you so much for coming on the show. I always love having you here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. If you guys want more information on my guest today, the wonderful Dr. Mark Sherwood and his amazing wife, Michelle, you can just reach out to him at sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. Let him know that you heard about them through the Heidi St. John podcast. And I'm telling you what, you guys, there's a lot of hope that the Sherwoods are offering. I hope you guys will take advantage of it. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you right back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.